Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services along with Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts Sunday 9 to 10. WBT. Yeah, man, I listened to uh, last, yesterday, we're recording this early in the week. I listened yep. to last week's show uh, on Sunday or the first segment and I was bragging about Carolina beating Duke and then Carolina got beat by Virginia Tech. And then Virginia and Tech Duke beat got Duke. Beat by Virginia I was about Tech. to say. Hail to the Techies. Poor... Coach K, I, I know you feel so I have sorry no for him. No sympathy for that fella. Tough fella. Tough fella. He is tough, but you know what? My dad used to like that guy. He was. He's a pretty diagonal good yeah. coach. Uh, he is a good coach, and hey, hey, his players love him. We'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, in the tournament. I think that I think they would be a team I would not want to face after losing. You to know, Virginia I kept Tech. expecting them after the Carolina beatdown. Uh, <laughs> In the ACC tournament, I kept expecting them to have that come-out game where they beat somebody by 25 and just started pounding. I guess they're waiting for the tournament, you know? Well, let me ask you this. Is Virginia Tech officially a basketball school now? I didn't know Virginia Tech was a school. <laughs> it's up there in Blacksburg. I had a run-in with some Virginia Tech guys. I know, my I know. So let's, let's just clean just this Just stop up. it. Stop it. David McGuire, our COO, and I, I talk about him a lot on the show. <laughs> Uh, one of my best high school college friends and st- lifers. He married a Virginia Tech girl after we had a run in with some of those he rascals. Did. He did. Maybe he liked it. <laughs> <laughs> He's still getting beat up. <laughs> oh man, I can tell you who is not in the NCAA tournament, and that's the Clemson Tigers. Oh uh, wow, they are not there. Uh, they almost beat Virginia Tech in the ACC by tournament. Um, lost, I think, in overtime. What are we? We playing. Hand grenades? <laughs> yeah, horseshoes and okay. hand grenades. Almost don't count, does so it? So how was Darn your it. weekend? How are... My weekend was great. I, I I don't think I told you this yet, but, uh, you know, Scarlett, uh, my daughter, has never really played a team sport. I might have mentioned this to you. you did. And she's playing softball, So, uh, uh, which is really exciting. We've been out throwing the ball and playing catch and stuff like that, which is something you know, I never thought she would get into, but she really enjoys it. Um, but practice got canceled. We were bummed out on Saturday. So my daughters have uh, Tatum and Rowan. My two oldest oldest have their first middle school, uh, var- middle school. That's only one thing. Yeah, <laughs> varsity gold <laughs> soccer game tonight. So nice. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I mean, is this like a this is like a kids sports talk show? I know we could we, we could do that. We, <laughs> we could got that. Mighty Mike football <laughs> coming up for four. He's he's three. No. What's what's the spread on that game? <laughs> <laughs> Me and the dads are out there throwing down dollars like we're at the golf tournament. <laughs> oh man, that is fun. Um, and we, you know, speaking of sports, we got the Presidents Cup this year. I don't think Coming we've talked in. about that late at summer. all. Yeah, late summer. And I guess the, the TPC at Sawgrass was rain delayed. So I don't even know who won. It ended on Monday. Hmm. Hadn't, hadn't seen Players, that. Players, twenty million dollar purse. What do you think about that? 
That's the whole bot batch. The whole batch. Okay. Inflation's high. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what should we tell you? A million dollars isn't what it used to be. I don't know what to say. We talked about that earlier. Didn't I don't. We? I mean, yeah, that's I'm crazy. a little confused. Uh, my dad preached my whole life about how bad the '70s were because it was expensive gas, right? High inflation and high interest rates, but it was high unemployment. Because it caused a recession and and turmoil across the globe, so we got two and four. Seems pretty now. similar, three yeah. and four now. Uh, but I have a I have a YPO in in, in Young Presidents. He's in West Canada, uh, and I've been there near Vancouver, Penticton. Mark Melisand, we need to get him back on the show. I think he came on about five years ago. It's been a while. He's awesome guy. And I visited the most beautiful land, robust economy, and the housing prices were like quadruple. The real estate prices like quadruple when I visited five years ago. Gas was $6 a gallon then. Unbelievable. So they have done stuff in Canada that America is doing that causes high energy prices and such like that. But it hasn't driven their their economy into a recession. It's actually done the opposite in this robust so i got a i got eyes wide open i've talked to other business leaders and and try to pick their brains on what they think is going on i mean the charlotte market is strong we have some very strong supply chain issues and and uh labor issues and, and things are expensive but things are expensive going on the input side and they're a little more expensive on the output side so it's hard for me to hear somebody complain about how much something costs when they can sell it and make a profit. Right? I mean, I don't know. Economics didn't teach me any of this. What, are you talking about the supply and demand curve here? I'm just saying, people are like, oh my gosh, it costs so much to do this home project. And I go, well, how much could you sell your house for relative to two years ago? Right, dad value. <laughs> and, and, what are you talking about? And we talk about this all the time. I mean, we're still, even even though the prices, housing prices have gone through the roof here in Charlotte, we're still a, a very economical yeah, market. Yeah, I mean, we're half speaking. of Austin, Texas, and Austin, Texas is a comparable city size-wise. I think it's even a little smaller size-wise. So Denver, comparable city. Yep. We're, we're more than half half of what Denver costs still yet. So I think we have legs. I mean, we're like a fifth of what the big cities cost. Well, you, you mentioned Vancouver. I mean, the prices there, the housing, oh, unbelievable. I'm not even going to compare us to Canada. No, uh-uh, but you're right. That is a very beautiful part of the country. That's where we went it in January. And the people are so nice. So friendly. Hail to the West Canadians. Well, speaking of nice people, we have a nice person in the studio I today. Did. I never knew that Mike was uh, was from Canada, but I, I can't wait to he- hear his story about how he came south. By way of Belmont. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mike Mullins, our guest today, he's an entrepreneur. He's a dentist by trade, and he's grown his dentist uh, trade into a strong business. It's pretty good a.k.a. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, go read the book, yeah. Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. Mike is the example when I see him uh, of, of the book that had the biggest impression on my life, secondary to the Bible. So when we return, we have Mike Mullen, one of my fellow YPO buddies. You're listening to At Home with Rose. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. 
Welcome back to At Home with Roby. Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services on Trent Hastings from the Roby family of companies. Welcome to segment two. If you missed the first segment, go back. You can hit us on the podcast anywhere podcasts are found. TJ hooks it up, puts it on there for us. Uh, Trent, our guest today is Mike Modlin, dentist extraordinaire. With Southeast Dental Practice? Southeast Dental. Wow. Man. Hey, guys. Partners. He didn't think I, he didn't think I was ready to go there. <laughs> got uh, it. What's up, Mike? How hey you guy. doing? Doing well, doing well. He's got a booming radio voice. Trent, you hear this? Uh, hello, everyone. I like it. Yes. Well, our guest <laughs> last week was Phil Bushy. Who <laughs> He's a, got a great voice, too. A booming man. Yes. yes. Yeah. Mike is a booming man. Yeah. Uh, they are forum mates in YPO. Yeah, I think last time we hung out, it was a conversation about who would win in a fight, and that feels tough. I think Ooh. Phil's got you. He, he might, I mean, he's a tough dude, no I question. I mean, you're a college athlete. Yeah, Phil was too. But and, I think he kills bears. And you guys were talking about Virginia Tech. <laughs> I mean, he's a he played at Virginia That's Tech. That's it. I think Football. he was there in, like, the Mike Vick era, even. But. He was. He did. Well, he was, uh, what what branch in the military? Army? Uh, I think he went to the Air Force Academy. Air Force, and that's then, right. Yeah, so. Played there and then transferred to Virginia. Yep, yeah. Interesting. Path. I mean, you're doing good if you're transferring to Virginia Tech in football. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. What do you think about that? Is he the one that thumped you on the head in the bus? Thumped me on the head in the bus. Virginia <laughs> Tech guy. I heard oh, part no. of that story, it was, yeah. It was, it was, this guy was big, really big, humongous. <laughs> sure he was. Like a giant, but, but much smaller than Phil. I think, if Phil would, uh, I think if Phil hit me like that guy hit me, I would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. Uh, yeah. yeah, so so funny. So with Trent uh, running a little bit late, he said, "Hey, uh, go find Mike. He's in the studio. He's the short guy." <laughs> and so here, I mean, obviously, I had already told around. Me. No, I, it, I like hanging out with big guys because they protect me. I That's get a little right. mouthy at times. I mean, yeah. What's, what's wrong with that? I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. And then so, I like hanging out with small guys because I feel like the boss. <laughs> <laughs> so you, Trent mentioned college. What uh, what what sport did you play in college? Basketball. Yeah, I played hoops in college. Uh, my wife and I both played at Belmont University oh, cool. in Nashville, Tennessee. And you know, around these parts, it's often confused with Belmont Abbey. You know, yeah, oh yeah. Says, hey man, did you play basketball? They're like, yeah, I played at Belmont. They're like, oh, Belmont Abbey here in Charlotte. Like, no, it's the one in Nashville, Tennessee. So. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I mo- mostly uh, rode the bench, but um, it paid the bills and uh, a great experience. And my Very wife, cool. she was a she was a stud, so all conference and yeah. You said that. I heard one time you had a triple double. I don't. Not in college. No. <laughs> oh, I was just kidding. It I may have been like minutes uh, on the bench and cheers and yeah. So. A- education for the audience at home in basketball: a triple double is when you get double digits in three categories. That's a great explanation. Yeah. And it can it can be three. To, it could be ten steals, ten points, and ten rebounds, but it could also be ten assists, ten points, ten rebounds. Right. Right. Whatever. Yeah. But it, I mean, it was a great experience and. Making the jump from high school to college, it's just crazy. Like, everyone is so good. And I can't imagine what it would be like going from college to pros. I mean, it's just another level. That's what I thought when I went to for-profit basketball camp in the seventh grade. (laughs) You're like, whoa, these guys can (laughs) play. These guys are serious. Their daddies have a lot of money. (laughs) They're getting a lot of lessons. Yeah, (laughs) You're right. Right. They're going to out-lesson me. (laughs) So So where, where were you raised? Uh, I was raised in Chapel Hill, oh, home really? of the Tar Heels. Yeah, I think we've talked briefly about that before, but I'm a big Heels guy too. So cool. I love the the last uh, game in Cameron. That was 
special. You like that? What, oh, yeah. Give us what was your? I mean, is there one memory that sticks out from playing basketball at Belmont that, that you really go back to when someone asks that question? Yeah, uh, great question. Uh, Two thousand six, my senior year, uh, we had an awesome run in the Atlantic Sun, as the conference we were in at the time. Yeah. And we had a great run and won the tournament, and we ended up making it to the NCAA. It was the Belmont's first time ever making the big dance. And so it was awesome. We went out to San Diego. We played UCLA. Got whooped, but Still cool. uh, awesome experience and uh, really, really good memories. So, what, what did you study at Belmont? I was a biology major, chem minor, so... I'm a dentist, and so did that was, you. Did you know going into college, you you wanted to be a dentist? Yeah, yeah. So my dad is a dentist. I've been around dentistry my whole career and or my whole life. And so when I got into dental school, uh, one of my good buddies, uh, we hit it off, and his name's Ryan. And so we had talked about how dentistry is really changing, and there's a lot more groups involved. And so we thought, hey, we're going to both be dentists. Let's do a group, but do it the right way, and be very dentist focused, very team focused have a great culture and it's kind of built up from that that's great man so how long have you been doing the dental group so i got out of dental school in 2011 and we bought our first practice in 2012 and we've just been steadily growing from there and it's been a really fun journey learned a lot 10 year anniversary that's right it is yeah congratulations and you know having a business partner as as you guys know it's like a marriage so it's very important and that's gone great so I, you know, I, I've, I come from a, when I joined 50 year old family business, now 72 years old, uh, that my brother is my equal partner in everything. And now we have folks like Patrick that are our partners. And when I talk to people, people, human nature is you want people to not do well if it's different from what you you do right so people go oh having a partner is terrible you're gonna fail oh, you it's hear gonna, that you're gonna have a fight yeah. oh it's or too- what, what's the worst type of ship is a partnership you ever heard that before yeah. Yeah. i mean those kind of things that get tossed around for and, sure and and the the if you're committed to it and and, and you believe the golden rule quite honestly the the complete opposite is what happens yeah and it gives you a checks and balances because you can't go be outlandish you can't go do wild things uh you have to respect what the other says and you know you're in it right yeah i look at it more like synergy right i think it's great to have someone to bounce ideas off of agreed i think it would be really lonely being out on an island all by myself so it's been a really great thing having a partner which is what ypo gives you at another level for sure so but yeah i can't imagine folks join ypo and they go oh man I don't have anybody to talk to. Right. Like, I mean, if I if if I was still consulting my business with my West Side buddies, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Some of those guys might have a couple couple uh, wits up their sleeves. You think so? I think so. Yeah. 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 So, so how many? How many? You bought your first business a little over ten, a little under ten years ago. How many businesses do you all have now? Yeah, so we have twenty three locations now. Oh, we're in goodness. North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, and you know we're just trying to steadily grow at a, a solid pace, but not get out over our skis and uh, try to find great doctors to work with. And it's it's been a lot of fun. Well, see, I mean, you basically have like shared services, a shared services HR, uh, accounting, that kind of thing, and let the, let the dentist sort of practice dentistry. Is that sort of the plan exactly. here? Exactly, yeah. I mean, we want dentists to practice the way that, that they want to. We know that's the quickest way to have a bad relationship if you go in there. And every dentist practice is a little bit different. And so we 
try to just have a great setup where we deal with all the things that they don't want to deal with. And we handle HR, insurance stuff. And it's, it's really hard to be a great clinician and deal with all the business things. And so that's, that's us. We come in and help with all those things. I think it's wonderful. It's how we look at the construction business. We like attracting folks that have ran their own construction or services business for, for let's call it a couple decades, Found, enjoyed some fruits of it, but their burnout on running the books at night or they, they don't have the expert that we can have the buying power to run their books and do all that stuff. Sure. And they're ready to join a team. Yeah. And capitalize on some of their asset that they built, mm-hmm. which the team allows them to do that. Yeah. Uh, because you can't sell a dentist practice to another person that's going to work in the business unless they're a dentist. Right. Yeah. I mean, in dentistry, you have to be a dentist to, to you know, you have to have a dental license to work <laughs> on teeth. So, uh, well, uh, yeah. Does Brooke do anything with dentists? Uh, no, I mean, she's, she's had some work done in the dental chair, but other than that, and she knows a lot about it. I mean, we joke that when we were in dental school, you know, we're sitting around talking about dental stuff like nerds, and uh, she would just pick up a lot from hearing things about root canals. You know, we're, we're all jazzed up because we're learning about all these dental terms and procedures, and so, you know, she soaked up a lot by osmosis, but um, she she doesn't do too much with the, the practices. Do, do y'all get jazzed up about releasing the pressure from a dry socket? <laughs> well, dry sockets are super painful. That so. is one of my favorite memories in my life. Did you have a dry socket? I did have after a, wisdom I had teeth. A couple, yeah, one on each side of my yeah. head. Yeah, but well, Brooke, you mentioned Brooke, my wife. She she had that too, and it's painful. It was very painful. Yeah. One of the most painful things. And yeah, wow, it felt good when they shot cleaned that joker out. I sure. said, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> I hollered at that dentist in a good way. Yeah. Well, uh, will you stick around for another segment? I would love Man, to. you're full of information. I would this love is to. fun. I got a good story when we return. We have Mike Modlin with Southeast Dental Partners when we return on the At Home. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. <laughs> Trent's going to make me laugh here before I can even get, get the intro hey. out. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, it's Sunday morning. If you're not laughing and having fun listening to this show, <laughs> you need to cut it off. And we're learning something about teeth to the left. Southeast Dental Partners. So my mother, Billy Haston, was a I know. dental, dental She was a dental assistant. Oh, oh I think you've mentioned that For before. Dr. Yeah. Thorpe was the doctor. And uh, my, my best friend, childhood, one of my very best friends, childhood and middle school, Trent Post, uh, his mom, Dinah, is my mom's best friend. She was the hygienist oh, at nice. the practice for Dr. Thorpe. And uh, it's like a family. That sure. was old like, school. Oh, Trent yeah. Post, like your arch nemesis. <laughs> we were named after each other. My That's mom said. She, my mom said she chose the name, and then he was born six months earlier. And Donna said, I, "You mind if I name my son this one?" Sorry, Donna. <laughs> that sounds like a beef right there. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was cool. He's my boy, and his name was Trent. He's from the east side. I'm from the west side. <laughs> So we had our own stomping ground until we got, got together. Got you. you stopped. You got got together in the center side. A lot of, of trim. <laughs> That's a lot of tea. Man. A I lot of tea. A lot of tea. Yeah. Listen to this. If you know Charlotte, I was in the sixth, seventh grade, and I used to ride my BMX bike down the side of Lawyer's Road. That's crazy. I can't believe I did that. Uh, very dangerous times. But we lived, wasn't like the 60s, it was the 80s. 
so did you get it is there a good tooth story did you get a yeah i do tooth? have a tooth story so growing up my mom was really 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 concerned about how we took care of our teeth but i live in the county on a well so we didn't have fluoride in our water so my teeth are not that good let's be honest but i took good <laughs> care of my teeth i mean I think the well got me in the hair department and the teeth department, but it really helped my <laughs> the muscles. The hair department, yeah. okay. The muscles, yeah, that well water. For some reason, the, all the vitamins and makes minerals. my biceps yeah. really strong. There was testosterone in the well water. <laughs> so, so the, just, just so people are, are listening to the show and are like, who's the Barry White-sounding gentleman? This is Mike Mike Modlin uh, from I mean, Southeast he, Dental he, Partners. Him and his partner own 90, I mean, 23 dental Goodness. practices. Well, you know, the other day, this is funny side story, I was eating dinner, it was like a business lunch thing and a lady just random lady stops me and she said hey can I tell you something I'm like oh yeah hey what's up she's like you should do voiceover acting and I was like oh I may be a little late in the game for that but I thank you Wait a minute. That. So he's yeah. here to take my spot. <laughs> this was a trial yeah. for co-hosts. Well, we're having an interview. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like a five. It's a five-person interview. Phil Bushy was the first one <laughs> yeah. last week. Yeah. No, my, <laughs> Michael Cox. He, Does Mike, he have a good voice? Mike Milan's number three. Yeah, he's a little more high-pitched, though, but he wins in some other categories. Okay, yeah, he's all good. right. He's good. Yeah. He's got better undulation. And he's oh, very okay. excitable. I got it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Say I the name keep of it more company. even-keeled, I guess. Pata. 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 I saw Pata. him on the podcast. Yeah, that that's a yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's great show. He's Very my next good. door neighbor. Yeah, oh, nice, he's nice a trip. Yeah, you have to come out and meet him in person. Yeah, absolutely. Be terrible. So <laughs> to finish my story, before BMX I was rudely interrupted by the dentist. <laughs> uh, she's all worried about my teeth. Never had a cavity. I get. I go to college. I get out of college. Never had a cavity. I, I'm. I. You know. I've been going to my dentist five or six seven eight years and he kind of know we're buddies you mm-hmm. know how you, you build a good relationship oh, yeah. with your you dinner. see him every six months yeah. yeah like a six month barber that's a, a yeah barber. right and uh and both of mine are bad no <laughs> <laughs> what they're working on the, the canvas gracious. so uh so i'm sitting there and he's going through my teeth right after i got out of college i had been working about six months full time and he's poking around my mouth hurting he said, Trent, man, you got some cavities. Let me see. I had like 13 cavities. Ooh, yeah. I'm 22, just got out of college, professional, doing really good in what I thought in my job. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm embarrassed. This is like the detriment of my whole life. My mom is going to be devastated, her son. So I, I said, I said doctor, what, what? I don't understand. I floss every day. I brush my teeth like 10 times a day. He said, let me ask you something. He said, do you chew sugar gum? I was like, man, I've chewed a pack of winter fresh since the sixth grade every day. He said, hmm. He said, do you drink Mountain Dew by chance? I said, yeah, I drink about six Mountain Dew <laughs> oh, a day. Oh, man, that'll do it. <laughs> he Big said, time. And I had been working about six months. He said, you drink coffee? I said, oh, yeah, man. He said, you put sugar in it? I said, yeah. Oh. No. White, oh. <laughs> white and sweet, you know. <laughs> no he Splenda. Said, yeah. yeah. He said, uh, he said. Did by chance do you drink sweet tea? I was like, oh yeah, my aunt who worked in our business made the best sweet tea ever. He said, yeah. He said it doesn't matter. You can brush your teeth fifty times a day. You are pounding sugar yeah, into your teeth that's the all recipe. day long. Yeah, bacteria plus sugar. I had gained cavity. in my small frame like twenty pounds in my six months because I wasn't. I was more sedated uh, working all the time, mm-hmm. and so I was like, man, I, I kind of like drink a little bit of beer. I like my hamburgers and my and my meat. So 
I can cut sugar out of my diet. So I cut sugar out like within a month. I lost 20 pounds and I've had one cavity since. That's great, man. Yeah. And they watched that cavity for like 10 years. Yeah. You know, it's really funny with teeth because it's a specific, it's several kind of bacteria that cause cavities, but specifically some people, and they're still trying to figure all this out. It's not, you know, set in the science, but some people can have a very high sugar diet and, you know, some of those habits that you're talking about, they just don't get cavities. And other people, you know, don't have too much sugar and they just get eaten up with it. So it's very interesting. You know, they've been talking about trying to have a some sort of like almost like a vaccine against cavities. And so they were talking about that, I think, even when my dad was in dental school back in the 70s. But it's really never come to fruition because it's just something really hard to to pinpoint down. And but. It's interesting stuff. I think they're still trying to figure that out. What do they call uh, lawyers that fight against change in government? What's that called? Lobbyists. Lobbyists. Right. The dentist lobbyists will not let them create <laughs> I don't, the vaccine. I, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think that that would be something <laughs> they'd fight against because we're pro oral health. Of how much a year do you give to the dentist lobbyists? <laughs> zero. <laughs> I promise you, zero. Put them on the spot. Hard hitting journalism. Gr- hard here. hitting, but zero. Yeah. yeah. Are you a lobbyist? <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, when you were telling that story about that woman at dinner, I thought she was going to come up to you and say you had the most beautiful teeth. Oh, well, that would have been nice, but it was the voice, I guess. I don't know. But. Do you work on your own mouth? <laughs> yeah, I get in the mirror. And <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got some really awesome dentists in our group that I would trust all of them to work on me. And so, Do you, do you still practice at all, or are you mainly running the business? Very little days? at this point. Um, you know, it's just gotten busy enough where I'm running around just making sure things are running well and uh, re- not really practicing as much now. But So what is your current geographical footprint? Yeah, we're in Virginia, North Carolina, and South Carolina. Wow. And so just wanting to grow those areas for now and, you know, maybe other states in the future. So what drives you to grow the business? What philosophies do you live by? That's a great question. We look at it like we're really fighting the good fight. I mean, you've got, there's always going to be the solo practice. So like what my dad was, he was a solo practitioner, hung up a shingle when he got out of dental school, you know, Dr. Maudlin, DDS, and he worked, you know, his whole career there by himself. Then you've got really big groups, groups much larger than us. And we look at ourselves as a middle of the road option. Us being dentists that own and run the company, we're very dentist focused and we offer partnership to all of our docs. So if they want to own a piece of the practice that they work in, we offer that. And that's really important to us. So we look at it as we're kind of a great middle of the road option, not massive corporation, you know, that owns hundreds and hundreds of practices, not the solo option. And there'll always be both of those options. We were just kind of right in the middle. So it makes sense. Um, and so you started with one. Um, and I mean, are you still in acquisition mode as we speak now? Yeah, we're always looking at great opportunities, you know, looking at what's out there. And, um, you know, there's a lot of dentists, especially through COVID, which hit dentistry super oh hard. Oh, my gosh, I can only imagine. Yeah, I mean, you know, we got shut down to only doing emergency only for about eight weeks, eight to nine weeks. And so that was tough to, to get through, but we got through it. And there were a lot of dentists that got through that. And are kind of like, hey, you know, like my dad's age that are like, hey, I think I'm about done. Ready to do something different. Yeah. And so that's traditionally what we've bought a lot of is older dentists who are ready to retire. And we'll find someone great to partner up with who's a younger dentist and, um, you know, we'll help run the practice. Eerily similar to David Sheffer. Yeah, and we were, my but on, before we got yeah. on air, he was we mentioning that, that. And David's yeah. an awesome guy. And um, he sure is. Yeah. I mean, they've done 
amazing things. I don't know how much y'all have talked shop together. We've talked a good bit, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. it's very similar industries, and it's cool. It is neat. And his dad was a was local eye doctor. Optometrist, yeah. 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 So, optometrist. Yeah, yeah, so very you know similar stories. Oh, it's it's cool. cool. Okay, so I'm going to put you on the spot. We're, we're about to have to go to commercial. What is one philosophy that you live by, if you could just say? Mike Modlin, not dentist. What is one philosophy? That's a great question. You are putting me on the spot. I would just say focus on those that you love. Um, just like family is everything to me. And my kids, I have three kids, nine, seven, and four. And so, you know, everything I do is, is really for them and trying to, you know, just raise them right and, you know, love my wife. And so, you know, take care of the people that, that you love and that love you. And that's really important to me. So. Yeah, Brooke, when we were giving him the tour, he couldn't stop talking about you. I was like, hey, man, Patrick. <laughs> Thanks for that plug yeah. to the wife. Yeah, that's so, great. Uh, yeah, give a plug. How can people find out about you? Oh, yeah, our website southeastdentalpartners.com. Um, we sometimes have dentists who are interested in you know, selling their practice and staying on and working. They just don't want to deal with as much of the managerial things. Reach out to us over, that, over the website. So if anyone's interested, reach out. Any docs who are looking – for a great opportunity reach out and we'd love to talk to you great you did awesome on your interview mike mollin uh southeast dental partners on the at home with roby show welcome back at home with roby i'm patrick mccasic from roby commercial services on a trend hasten from the roby family of companies if you missed the last few segments Man, it's so refreshing having these uh, future co-hosts. In. Oh, I, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So here's the deal. You can go on. A, I guess you can go on our Facebook page. Chris can put it up there. We're voting on who's going to yeah. replace Patrick. <laughs> no. Uh. Believe me, <laughs> we joke a lot. And uh, if anybody's getting kicked out the door, it's me. I'm getting the can. I uh, understand. My accent is too strong. I'll tell you, with Mike's booming radio voice, I think he might take the cake right now. I mean, we ought to just farm the radio show out to Mike and Phil. <laughs> <laughs> and they can have Michael Cox as their guest every Sunday. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun to watch. I don't know what the heck they would talk about after the first segment. <laughs> they talk about beer, and then they would talk about how it affects your teeth, and then Michael Cox would help build a dental office. He'd sell them a fat burrito. There you go. There you go. Oh, man, we're having too much fun. Uh, it is fun. No, but Mike was awesome, Trent. I mean, I'm, I'm really glad we got the chance to bring him on. And it's awesome to have live guests. I mean, I think that really makes the show. I don't know if the audience can tell a difference if we're over the phone or live, but it is a lot more fun to be able to do this in person. It is. It is. No, it's great. I actually have a story about Michael Cox. Yesterday, they, they were outside uh, – playing basketball and and that we're recording on monday so saturday if y'all remember it's going to be a week later but saturday was extremely windy yeah and extremely cold yep and him and his daughter charlie who is two she's adorable uh were in their hot tub they have a like a 1940s hot tub <laughs> i'm kidding and he he only had one of the the cover is a folding cover. You know, he had one side flip back, which, which easy to do. And it was so windy. They have a video, you know, an outdoor camera for their for their house. And I saw him yesterday. He's like, I had to go to the emergency room. And I'm like, what? Did you really? And he, he was kidding about going to the emergency room. But he said, yeah, my hot tub cover hit me in the head and gave me a concussion. And I said, huh? And And... His wife, Caroline, proceeded to show me this video, and 
she came down and got Charlie out of the hot tub. And 20 seconds later, the wind gust blew the – I mean, and, and I promise you, if his head – his head was down in the water and about knocked him out and the cover was shut, he would have drowned if it had got knocked out. Oh, my but gosh. If, but if his daughter was there or he, if his daughter was where she was sitting or if he, he was sitting up – it would have probably broken his neck. It had probably broken his daughter's back. It's the craziest thing ever. So something to think about. I mean, when it's windy outside, you know, like little things in this world. Wow. It's crazy. Make That's you, horrifying. Yeah, it makes you just skin always crawl. be aware. This is the deal. Live every day to its fullest and celebrate others and love others and take care of your family. It's a pretty simple deal. So if if some random tragic thing happens, you did all you could to enjoy life. Wow. I mean, you, you, so this was Saturday. Yes. I, I had a buddy of mine that uh, also was concussed Saturday, uh, climbing an ice uh, the, like a rock face with ice on it out in Utah, and he said the the party in front of him. This guy's a little. He's a little intense. Uh, a piece of ice, a chunk of the ice broke off and hit him square in the head. Got concussion. Stitches the whole nine. Um, Crazy. You're right, though. I mean, it, that thing could have hit him the wrong way, falling off, and off oh, he goes. If his head was out of the water, it would have really. Jeez. I mean, that thing came down so hard, it's unbelievable. And and now it's unbelievable. Cameras are so prevalent. I mean, cameras are everywhere. I can't get away with anything. <laughs> gracious. My wife knows how to work them all, and I don't know where they are. <laughs> Yours do that whistle at you, too. I've been around the side of your house, and this thing whistled at me. <laughs> well, inside or, she can. Yoo-hoo. Well, I think on all of them she can talk to you. Yeah. Don't do that, Trent. <laughs> What's going on? And then I get confused if it's just a voice in my head or if she's really talking to me. <laughs> has she got? Has she gotten you on video shooting any snakes? I, I haven't know. heard any snakes. Snake I haven't stories. seen. I haven't seen. Knock on wood. He I haven't killed seen them all. Any snakes. <laughs> they definitely don't like bright road. <laughs> That's where snakes go to die. Because I got Mike Michael Cox in it. He's in the game. <laughs> we say that our little our buddies group always says in the game. In the game. Yeah, Michael Cox got in the snake game. So he's shooting BBs or eighteen gauge. What's he got? What's he working with over there? The max by law he can shoot is a twenty two <laughs> twenty two rifle. <laughs> you didn't think he'd talk about it. snakes. You gotta shoot snakes up there at Lake Norman. Mike's like, I'm what out of this conversation. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> TJ shut off his mic. I'm gonna have to show you the, how to do it. It's pretty fun, actually. <laughs> I only kill poisonous snakes that are a threat. Sure. I let dogs, I let the black ones roll. Yeah, yeah they're good. And snakes. the green ones. You know? So Anyway, one of the funniest things is I, ha- I have a good buddy that, that lived in the neighborhood for a while. He always comes back and visits, and uh, his name's Justin Williamson. And he came down. We were on the boat one day last summer, and he got off the boat, and there was like a five-foot black snake in the yard. And he said, oh, I'll go. He, my kids were there. He's trying to show off. He said, I'll go pick it up. And I said, man, you're not messing with that snake. He picked it up, and it wrapped around his arm. <laughs> <laughs> and then it proceeded to to bite him twice. Whack, oh. whack. And he's like, it's wrapped, it's wrapped around his arm. I was like, how'd that work out for you there, show off? Or he's like, you, you, you not qualified. <laughs> You 
<laughs> be a right. West Sider. Right. Goodness gracious. Man, we talk about some crazy stuff. Yep, yep. All right, well, thank you for joining us. Uh, and thanks for being here, Mike. It was wonderful to have you in the studio and you to tell your story and how you run such a great business. Power to you, buddy. Good luck. Uh, treat others the way you want to be treated. Do unto others the way you want to be done to. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening.